This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Find the time to explore the mind of a stripper. And you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime time with Isaac and Sue. What they on? All steroids and no carbs. They're the big ass kids. This is Primetime. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Ropp and Jason Sakanik with Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Pleased to have you along here. It is a uh, Thursday edition of Primetime. Uh, that's how we say it now. <laughs> we, we sex it up a little bit. Contractually obligated. <laughs> Big show. Uh, we're off at 5.30 due to uh, Ducks basketball. Right. Tomorrow's show, uh, Buckley's back. Uh, Joey Harrington will slide in here. Um, Souk is out. I mean, all, all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. going on tomorrow. I'll be going down and staring at cars that I can't purchase. Whoa. God. <laughs> how many times? Don't get angry with me. This album, by the way, is excellent. Yeah, it's very good. This it's is the not, new Rolling Stone. It is so stinking good. And grab This goes back to the... That's the, another misfire, sorry. The Chiefs Ravens thing. Like, if you would have made me bet on whether the new Rolling Stones album was going to suck, I would have pushed all my chips in the middle and said, that's a hunk of crap. And it's a great freaking album. Well, they're greatness. Yeah. What do you expect? <laughs> well, they're a thousand years old. Um, What was I going to say? I don't know. Big show. Big show. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Rob in the bank. We got the whole thing. Um, coaching carousel turning a uh, more so today. I don't know what that does. That make sense? Turning more so today. Well, I mean, I, I mean, it is turning. Uh, you know, <laughs> sands through the hourglass. So clunky. <laughs> uh, Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, today, a couple of shockers. Yes. So we only have two jobs left open: the Seahawks and the Commies. And it looks like, and, and remember, I, I said this at the beginning. A lot of people said I was stupid. No, I said no, Belichick. I said Pete Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick yeah. are not going to get jobs, yeah. and they and, did not. And you know, at the at the start of this thing, it was not only is Bill going to get a job, but he'll have whatever job he wants, and people are going to fire people to go get him. I'm sorry, people don't want old men that they. That, well, that, wait that, a minute. Did he only interview in Atlanta? Uh, I. We know that he interviewed in Atlanta twice. Yes. I'm not certain where, if if he interviewed other it, places. It never came out that he interviewed anywhere else. We just know that it was though too. but it appears at this point that he is going to get shut out. 
So and yeah, if, a lot, look at all the big names not getting a job. You know, Pete Carroll. Yeah, but that we kind of expected. Yeah. Um, Belichick, and then also Vrabel. Yeah, the, he's the, not been hired. That's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, I would have, and 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 we don't know if if maybe he's you know maybe he is still up for this. I know he's interviewed in Seattle. Um, I don't know if he's interviewed in Washington or not. I haven't seen that, but I know he's interviewed in Seattle, and and maybe he does get shut out. He will be a head coach again. Pete Carroll and Bill, I do not believe will coach again because every year that ticks by. Again, it's just another it, like the, the game has passed you by, and I think next year, Bill and Pete both. I know Pete would have for sure, and I think Bill would have gotten there within a year, maybe a year and a half. They would have been the oldest coach in the history of the NFL. Like they're just seventy three, seventy four year old guys don't become you know, head coaches. You know what the latest uh, little scuddy out there is hmm. about Bill, Bill Belichick? What that he's a red ass. Andy Reid. Yeah. You you talked about this last week. Andy Reid may leave. There is some there's, there's some, some steam there's there. some Nick Saban like vibes yeah. that maybe Andy's just win or lose, he may just be ready to to move on. The hoodie <laughs> to Kansas City. <laughs> well, I mean, there is some there is some overlap there where I know some people in New England that work there have, have been with yep. the Chiefs for a while. But, that's right. And maybe that's one of those you feel like it's another plug and play that you don't Bill will not be hired to rebuild a team. Right. If you give him Patrick Mahomes yes. and a hell of a uh, of a roster on defense, yes. I'd hire Bill Belichick. And is Bill willing to accept from an organization like Kansas City and good ownership? Is he willing to accept a, a less uh, powerful position? where his voice doesn't matter as much you know i i don't know i just i, I just i just thought that the the bill being this coveted guy because we weren't saying it about pete right this is this part i didn't understand so i get that pete carroll is not bill belichick right but can we admit that pete carroll is one of the best coaches of at any level period end of story and pete is there i think pete's a year older if i'm not mistaken but they're they're 72 73 years old and if I were to tell you which one of those looks like the game has passed them by, because Pete has been in charge of Seattle's draft along with Schneider, but Pete has had total control. So if we want to look at the last six years of draft picks, do we want Seattle's or do we want New England's? Which one has the Not game? Not even close. Yeah. So which one is the game passed by? By the way, which one has been to the playoffs? Which one has been competitive? Which one has found something out of out of Geno Smith? And yet, no one thought that Pete would get another job, and we're assuming that Bill will. I'm sorry, but six Super Bowls years ago don't lead you to get another job. No, but I think Belichick, what he has is, I just think his brain. You want his defensive brain, sure. I'd hire him to be my defensive coordinator. Right. And that's where I think the problem is with Belichick is that people are looking at him going, man, we really want Bill Belichick over here, but do we really want to give Belichick the control that he wants? No. <laughs> no. Do we really want to give uh, Belichick anything other than just game plan for our defense? Hire him as an analyst yeah. or something. Yeah. I, I, don't yeah. I don't want him over my young co- – and that's the other one too, like a place like Atlanta. Yeah, exactly. You're going to have to bring in a new quarterback, Sammy in Washington. Yeah, no thanks. I don't want Bill over my quarterback. Dude, Tom Brady talked about that him and Bill, you know, that they butted heads. And that's Tom Brady. So I'm, I'm going to bring in a 21-year-old. Like, Let's say they draft Caleb Williams in Washington. I want to entrust Caleb Williams for the first three years of his career to Bill? No. Well, I think that if Belichick, I think it will be telling that Belichick doesn't get another job ever. That would lead me to believe that he's he's just too stubborn. Yeah. Like, he, he is not willing to uh, make concessions and adapt 
and slide in under the franchise's terms. Now he has that leverage. He can play that that card if he wants. Look, I'm the I'm the six time champion. Yep. Um, if you want me, here's what it takes to get me. He can do that, but I think that's probably why he didn't get the Atlanta job, and that's probably why he won't get another job. I think, I, in other words, I think there is a place for Bill Belichick in this league to return, but he's going to have to uh, sort of um, look in the mirror yeah. and and see, you know, when these teams are saying, "Hey, we want we want you to hire a uh, we want to hire a young." you know, Ben Johnson like offensive coordinator and we want you to leave that S alone. Yep. And we want you to focus solely on the defense. And and by the way, we have a GM who's gonna do the drafting here and he'll talk to you about it. But you know you know, all those things, if Belichick can do that, he he might return, but I don't know that he can. Yeah. He he you know, he's too ingrained. Well, and supposedly Bill Supposedly Bill went to Robert Kraft and said that he was willing to to give away some of that power. And then Kraft said it would be awkward and would create confusion because and so maybe that's unique to New England. But New England said, yeah, we don't, we're not interested in you taking a lesser role. Well, and I think the the Falcons link was Arthur Blank. Apparently, Arthur Blank and Bill Belichick had a relationship. Yep. And that's that was an obvious like you, I think the whole league knew that Blank was going to sniff around Belichick. The problem there was Rich McKay, maybe. Yes, and isn't it weird that you chose Rich McKay over Bill Belichick? Well, I just think it's weird who Atlanta hired. Okay, so the their two new coaches are Atlanta hired Raheem Morris, the Rams defensive coordinator, yeah. and then the Carolina Panthers took the old Seahawks guy. The guy, this guy was with the Seahawks for twelve years in various capacities. Um, Dave Canales, yeah, who, who is the, the offensive coordinator in Tampa. Yeah. So we'll get to him in a second. But I, I do think it's weird that the Falcons, apparently they interviewed 14 candidates for their head coaching vacancy. They were very thorough. Belichick was in there, all the guys, Vrabel, Harbaugh. And they ended up hiring Raheem Morris. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's a bad hire. He is an excellent defensive coordinator. But that guy, he was their interim coach. Yep. Back when Dan Quinn got fired, Raheem Morris took over, went 4-7, and seven, and he didn't get the gig. No. Three years later... You're like you 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 go through the most thorough search ever, and that's who you pick. So strange. The only thing I can can think of is, is so he was under the when Rich McKay was in Tampa when they won that Super Bowl. Morris was on that staff. Yeah, it was very Gruden. Yeah, with Gruden and Tomlin and and all that. I mean, so he's he's been around the block, and a lot of people think that he got the that he's got the short end of the stick. So was he times. not? Was McKay not there in 2020 when they let Dan Quinn go and Morris was the interim? I don't think he was. He must not have been. Yeah. Because he hired him now. He yes. probably would have hired him then. Yes. So I think that maybe that is. But it it does seem, of all the hires, if you're asking me the one that's a little bit of a head-scratcher, especially knowing that Atlanta, Atlanta is not a bad roster. There's not, and it's not a bad organization, but Atlanta needs one thing and one thing really only to probably win that division and be considered a, you know, you get to the playoffs, you're a contender, and that's a quarterback. And with a lot of the other hires obviously focusing on quarterback development and and OCs, you know, see, you know, Canales down the road, it does seem a little weird that you went with a a defensive specialist that, you know, that that people like, but isn't necessarily, yeah, Rich McKay just got there, by the way. He, uh, well, he was the... He's been in Atlanta. He's been the... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. President, but he's got a different title now. So maybe he has full, I don't know, maybe he has full power now. or He didn't, but yeah, he's been in Atlanta for a long time. All right, well, let's carry this over. Dave Canales the new head coach in Carolina, and what are the Seahawks going to do? We'll get to that next on The Fan. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, and the news is coming up next. Hot five. All the huge. Um, we are discussing the new coaches in the NFL. We've got uh, Raheem Morris uh, hired by Atlanta and today. No, Rich, uh, Rich has been in charge, so he he passed on him. Rich McKay, you he know. did, huh? Yeah, the the roles have have transitioned a little bit, but yeah, it it sounds like going through. He has, right. I mean, him and Arthur Blank, but they have made that decision uh, this whole time. So yeah, they've. So who did they? They, they did passed they, on him, and then is they that when they hired Arthur Smith? Then yeah, after that, Dan Quinn, that would have been when they hired him. Yeah. Yeah, and that was an offensive guy. So maybe they're going Morris because they were like, "Wow, we tried this offensive bullshit, and that didn't work." <laughs> well, so let's I mean, just get the best guy. They got close with Dan Quinn, twenty-eight-three, right? Well, not only that, but um, you know, on the Carolina side, Lewis Riddick pointed this out. But all this talk, you know, you got to have this hot young offensive guy. Yeah. Lewis Riddick pointed out that John Fox got Carolina to a Super Bowl yeah. defensive guy. Ron Rivera got Carolina to a Super Bowl defensive guy. Sure. Well, so it's you know it does you don't no, have to have no, an offensive you, you, guy. You don't. Again, I've always said that given my view of where the NFL is heading, I would I would lean on someone that is in charge of of an offense that can build my quarterback because that's what the league is predicated upon. But there's something to be said not only for a a, a defensive guy that can build a great defense, but someone that's just a team builder, right? That you look at Mike Tomlin, you look at Vrabel, you look at. Um, I'm trying to think of who's another one. Well, Harbaugh's this way. Harbaugh's a team builder. Both Harbaugh's, by the way. John Harbaugh was a special teams coach, and he's done a great job of building a culture there. So I do think, too, the organization that you're in makes a difference. Like, I think if you're in Atlanta, um, I don't think you need a complete overhaul. 
I think you have good pieces there. I don't think that's a bad culture. I don't think that's a losing team. Carolina, to me, you need a complete overhaul. Washington needs a complete overhaul. Uh, I think the Chargers, in some way, need an absolute culture shift. And so I think it's important that for places like that, I do think I would I would want more of a team builder guy. Now, if that team builder guy can also be an X's and O's dude, sure. But Dan Campbell is is not an X's and O's guy. Not saying he doesn't know the game, but he's not a he's not running one side of the ball. He's he was a team, tight ends coach, right? Yeah, he was a tight ends coach. But he's a he's a yeah he's a culture builder. He's a guy that sets tone. And so there's not one way to skin a cat. And so if you feel that you have a guy that's truly elite and is a a people person and can bring people together and create a culture of toughness or accountability, sure. But all things being equal, if I, for me, if I, and I think most of the NFL is this way, if you ask me, what is the ideal candidate for me? It would be a, you know, let's go 30 to 35 year old guy that comes from the, the Shanahan or, you know, the, the McVay coaching tree that's very bright, that's innovative, that can grow my offense, that can help my young quarterback. Those, I, I just think that is the ideal candidate for the way this league is heading. But it's not the only way to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's the, you know, like you said, Shanahan, McVay, yeah. LaFleur, mm-hmm. they're all from that same mold, yeah. uh, McDaniel. Yeah. yeah, if I can, is there another guy in that pipeline? Because that's a pipeline I'd tap into. I don't know. Slowick isn't. Yeah. Isn't he oh, a yeah. part Sloic. of that? The that's Texans right. guy? Yeah. And, 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 and he's getting lots of interviews. He's getting lots of interviews. Well, there's only two jobs left. Yeah. Uh, Seattle and Washington. Seattle and Washington. I think it's interesting that the Dan Quinn thing is cooled. Yeah. Because when, when Pete left, it kind of felt like it was going to be Dan Quinn. It was going to be Dan Quinn. And I wonder, and I don't know this. I've talked to a couple people in Seattle, and yeah, there's some people that are kind of buy into this, but. I wonder if the the Cowboy loss and the way it went down, remember, that decision in Seattle is being made by very non-football people. That decision is being made by Burt Cold and Jody Allen. Obviously, you know, Schneider is 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 got a voice in that, but... Should have a lot of faith in those two, by the way. And, and you, you just wonder, because there was a lot of Dan Quinn's talk from really, really people that were that are connected to that organization. And then after the... Cowboys shellacking the Dan Quinn stuff certainly quieted down, and you wonder if one game. Well, I think if made you, that difference. But I think if you do a deeper dive in Dan Quinn's defenses and his time as a head coach, you'll see there's a lot of fool's gold there. Like when you look at this year, everyone talked about how good of a defense that was. If you go through most of the stats aside from turnovers, they were an average to below average defense. They just had Bland, who had a bunch of interceptions. The year before, they had Diggs, who had a bunch of interceptions. So it makes his defense look better and better, where in reality, if they're not getting those turnovers, which there is a skill to getting turnovers, but to a degree, there's also luck to getting turnovers. A ball hits a wide receiver's hands and goes into a cornerback's yep. hands. Absolutely. A fumble bounces right into a D lineman. So I wonder if as you know, John Schneider and the rest of that crew, they take a deeper dive it's into possible. Dan Quinn. It's, hey, this guy isn't as, as successful or his numbers don't back well, up what we think of him. Maybe, but I I've also feel like they know him on a very yeah, he's been intimate a, level. Yep. He was there and built the Legion of Boom. Yeah. Helped built the Legion of Boom. Yep. So they've seen his work. Like I in other words, I don't know that Seattle is going to learn anything new about Dan Quinn. No. I mean, they know him and they know what he's capable of. I also do think it's a little I don't know. It's a little interesting that that one bad game against Green Bay and all of a sudden Dan Quinn's garbage. Dan Quinn is a hell of a coach. Yep. 
and I, you know, he got he hell should be a Super Bowl champ. Should be twenty eight three, but his defense couldn't hold up. You bum. <laughs> well, and Kyle Shanahan, you know, yeah, got a little conservative. Well, and, I'll, I'll tell you right now that old, old Shanahan, you know, we we love Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan's under some pressure too. If they bow out to the Detroit Lions, and I don't think they will, but if they bow out to to the, to the Lions. Look, there are going to be some people that are going to start asking questions about Kyle Shanahan's ability in big games. Like, you know, to for Quinn. As, as good as he is, he's got some real stinkers on his resume, including that Atlanta collapse and his time in, in, in San Francisco. Now, a lot of this is because of injuries, but, you know, let's not act like he's winning 75% of his games or going to Super Bowls every year. There's some pressure on Shanahan. Quinn's defense was ninth this year. Yeah. If you're looking at scoring defense of that yeah. Dallas I mean, they were they were good. It's they just that good. Green Bay game was so weird. Yep. And you know the other thing too about Dan Quinn is like it's kind of hard to blame a guy when he there's something in the water in Dallas. Yeah. It is not right in Dallas. <laughs> something happens. It hasn't been right since 1991 yeah. in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, to, ask Tony Romo. Ask Dak Prescott. Did you hear Troy Aikman? Troy Aikman was like he, he, Aikman basically said that he was planning on on Dallas making deep runs. That he was excited and he was going to those games and. Like it looked like someone kicked a- Aikman's puppy. Like, you know, I know he's a he's a broadcaster, he's neutral, but like Aikman is a cowboy through and through. And even Aikman was like, I I don't know. He's like, I I don't know what's happening Dude, here. It's a culture thing, I yeah, think. And, it's it's weird. And it's it is weird because Jerry Jones is now not coming out and backing Dak Prescott. I don't know if you've seen that, but yeah, there's a bunch of so this is the this is the thing about Dallas. You've got CeeDee Lamb's mom. Mm-hmm. You've got Dak Prescott's brother. And then you've got Micah Parsons. He's in some pissy match with Skip Bayless now all of a sudden. All three of those, I don't know if Micah Parsons, there's somebody related to Micah Parsons. All of them are chirping on social media about Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's brother said, if I could get Dak Prescott, if I could get Dak out of Dallas, I would. Uh, C.D. Lamb's mom said, Dak ain't it. (laughs) Boy, if that doesn't tell you what C.D. Lamb thinks of Dak Prescott... And I also think it's very interesting that Mike McCarthy's staying, and there has not been one word of support for Dak Prescott, no. who had a really good year. Yeah. So my whole point there was, Something's I up. don't think we can blame Dan Quinn yeah. for failures in Dallas. There, that is a whole nother, whole other uh, issue. It, it does feel like there's just always some sort of weird undercurrent, like it, it, something. It, it's a really nice old Victorian house, and you can't figure out why you get it at, at like like why anyone is selling it. And then you move in and you find out that it's haunted. And then you're like, you stay there because it's a beautiful house, but weird things keep happening. And eventually you sell it to someone else and they're excited, but like there's there's just a bad juju. Like yeah. there's an evil little Victorian like a uh, like doll that runs around there in the middle of the night and scares the hell out of people. There's just something in in, in Dallas's DNA that, like you said, it, it creates drama. And some of that might just be everything that comes along with being a Dallas Cowboy. Yeah, I mean, it's high profile, and, yeah. and I get that. But it, but I, anyway, I just think Dan Quinn is a good coach. I think he would be a good hire in Seattle. I, I, the Green Bay game doesn't knock me off of that stance. At the same time, it's very interesting to me that Mike Vrabel's still sitting out there. Basically, there are two guys. And the 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 second guy, Ben Johnson, Detroit's offensive coordinator, of course, he's still in the playoffs. Yeah. So you'll probably – I would imagine Washington is waiting on him. The, the, he's been linked to Washington – and it may be the guy, he may be the guy for the commies. Okay. Yeah. But that, and the other guy is Vrabel. I think those two guys right there are very interesting. Um, and I, outside of Dan Quinn, those would be the guys I'd be looking at if I'm Seattle. Of course, I don't know anything about Slowick or some of these other guys that have interviewed. But um, 
I, I just feel like Vrabel sitting out there is awful enticing if you're Seattle. And again, I know he's a defensive guy, but he's just, I just think he's damn good. Well, you, we, you talk about culture builders, a guy that's tough, brings toughness, gets everybody on the same page. It seemed like he did that uh, fairly well in Tennessee, and yeah, he with, had some success. Without necessarily a lot of, of offensive firepower. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, they, I think, I think. It, Maybe what are people getting scared of? Maybe his ego and in, in the ego battle that he had in the in the front office there. Or something? Possibly, I guess he yeah he did butt heads over the quarterback position a bunch, and so you know maybe that's there. But so who would you hire? You're Seattle. Who would you hire? I'd hire Vrabel. I think I would probably lean that way too. Again, I was on board with the Dan Quinn thing, and I guess Quinn is going to get a, uh, a, a a second interview. So Quinn is still very much uh, into this. I, I'm intrigued. You know me. I, I like, I think Seattle has some real pieces on offense. I, I would take a long look. And again, I don't know what they are personally, but Slowick and Ben Johnson, you know, I, I just, I want a young offensive guy. And those are two really bright offensive guys and what they've done. And I don't think Geno's the guy. I think you need to move on from Geno. And I think you need to bring in another quarterback. So, and, and maybe that's a, a late first round pick or a second round guy. So I'm, I'm going quarterback builder. So I think that's where, if it's not Vrabel, then I would go with with Slowick or uh, or Ben Johnson. You could also convince me of the Ravens DC. He's someone that they've talked about interviewing as well. Um, seems to be a little bit of uh, that leader of men type, kind of yeah. like Vrabel, kind of like Campbell. Yeah. And he's also had success stopping the Rams and the 49ers. Could be something they look at too. Yeah, so I was looking at the latest odds. Quinn is the odds-on favorite by a lot. Yeah. Ben Johnson is uh, next. Vrabel after that. And then Brian Flores. Oh, you forgot about him. Yeah, you do forget about him. Uh, Dave Canales, by the way, uh, he, you know, interesting candidate. He gets hired in Carolina. He was in Seattle from 2010 to 2022 in various capacities. Uh, everybody swears by him. They say he's great. Yeah. Um, and he he's the one that he credit. He gets credit a lot for turning Geno around. Mm -hmm. And he also gets uh, a lot of credit for what he just did with Baker Mayfield. But he's only been an OC for one year. Yeah. And he parlayed that into the, the head coaching job at Carolina. One, that was not a coveted job. No. But two, the GM, the new GM in Carolina, he was in Seattle with Canales for years and, and knows him well. So that's where that hire came from. And, you know. He could be a steal. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of unproven guy. And they're saying, too, what, what Will was talking about there, the Ravens, Mike McDonald and Ben Johnson, neither one of them have interviewed, but again, it, they, they can. They, they can. They're, they're in the middle of I this. I thought they can. They think, can after the championship games. So they're. Oh, I thought if you were in the playoffs, I thought they changed that to where if you're in the playoffs, you could interview beginning last week. But I thought I'm it was wrong. after the championships because you have that week. That I'm not certain of, but it, it uh, Tom. Uh, who was it? Uh, who was the reporter? Um, Tom, is it? Uh, Pelissero. Yeah, he had it. Pelissero. Pelissero. I was going to leave you hanging and see what came out of your I mouth. Couldn't, and... I couldn't remember. Pelissero. He, he had one today that I read, and he said that uh, Seattle is as wide open a job as there is right now and that they are in no hurry, no. and that maybe that leads. He hinted that maybe they'd be looking at someone that is obviously still coaching, still coaching and that would lead you to believe that. Andy Reid. <laughs> Andy Reid will be the next head coach in Seattle. But I guess they're not in a rush. This isn't like college where you gotta Yeah, I don't well you know you, you got, kinda have to a little bit with the draft coming up. But, yeah, but you got you got time. You got time. Yeah, you got time. You don't have to make one of well, the, the other week the other so. well, but you're battling seven other programs. Yeah. That um, is that is true. But six it, of them are done now. So Yeah, if there's a guy that if there's a guy that you really like, and, and this is what they you know, you say a, a bunch of times. They said this with Harbaugh, they said this with uh who got the uh, the Tennessee job? The Bengals OC um, Callahan? Callahan, Brian Callahan. Yeah, and they said that when those guys came back in, they wouldn't 
they wouldn't let him leave. It's like you're you're in yeah. here and you're not leaving until until you we, sign. Yeah, it's like one of those when you go to buy a car and you're like, oh, I'll be back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply tomorrow and they're like no 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 like let's figure this out and so you know seattle certainly hasn't had someone that they feel you know that they they can't let out of the building all right in the news is coming up next they are considering raising taxes on your beer and my wine you sons of bitches that's next here's will prime time with isaac and souk on 1080 the fan all right, cruising right along here. It is January 25th, 2024. It is time now for In the News. I am your noted newsman. Hello, thank you. Thank you so much, America. Thank you. Um, today is National Fish Taco Day. Oh, love I love fish tacos. Well, who doesn't? It's my new favorite thing. I, You know, growing up in Kansas. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as I've migrated out west here now, I just... I can't love them more. One of my favorite things is uh, is we spend most of our holidays down in Mexico, and we always go out and you catch, you know, El Dorado, Mahi Mahi, and there's so many of these little, like, roadside places that you just bring it in, and they flay it for you, they cook it up right there, and I just, I those fish tacos made uh, by these little places, it's just, it's, it's as good as anything I've ever had. One of the best meals, and it usually costs you about four bucks. Yeah. Well, the fishing's kind of expensive, but, you know, because you just give them the fish and whatever you don't eat, they keep, and it's just, it's, it's mm. phenomenal. It is also National Irish Coffee Day, guys. Ah, I love the Irish. I love whiskey. Don't I know love you coffee. love Irish whiskey. I do. But you don't love coffee. I so. don't love coffee, no. So they're considering raising taxes on beer and wine here. Yeah, because that's what we all need. Which is Let, stupid. Let's, let's make things more expensive to go out. Cool. Awesome. 
A longtime proponent of taxes on beer and wine is now in charge of the state task force. Here we go again with a task force. What is a task force? Studying the public health impacts of alcohol abuse and whether to raise alcohol taxes for addiction treatment. Yeah, they're going to do the cigarette thing, right? They're going to, like, let's just make it so expensive that people don't want to do it. Yeah, but I, I don't know what world these people live in. Uh, well, actually, I do know what world these people live in, and it's not our real world. The un, the uncool it's just, one. It's the just lame not. One? That's not the real world. If you think raising taxes on beer and wine is going to in any way affect addiction, I think you're an idiot. Yeah. I mean, seriously, you you have no clue, dude. You, you don't people, know what addiction is. Well, that and like people are going to drink and smoke. They're just going to do it. Raise taxes. They're going to be pissed about it. But guess what? They're just going to go to the cheaper versions. That's all they're going to do. It's not going to help addiction at all. As a matter of fact, I was talking about this today with my wife, and she was like, look at this. She said, I saw this story just the other day. My wife, first-time news contributor. Is there anything she can't do? There's a few things. (laughs) Um, But she forwarded this story on to me, and it's from Oregon Live. And it says that the state of Oregon never publicized a study that it funded that found higher beer and wine taxes would barely stem heavy drinking. Exactly. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So they apparently they paid $60,000 for this. Got the study and got the number. They got and the never resu- pu- yeah, yeah. They, they didn't get the result they wanted, so they never publicized. Yeah, let's just not talk about Stupid it. Stupid Oregon. Yeah. Snowflakes. Because I, I know when you're a raging alcoholic, you know what right. you, uh, you're really concerned about? The price of your... Right. You will go drink lighter fluid at that point. <laughs> right. You're cool. a raging alcoholic. You cannot stop drinking. Yeah. And somehow Tawny, or Tana Sanchez, that's yeah. the representative yeah. that we're talking about here, she thinks that making it more expensive is actually going... I mean, you are... You are in La La Land. Yes. Well, Couldn't you just go across the river, too? Well, there's that, too. Yeah. Look, The other just, state. Just call it what it is. It's someone that's already made up their mind about something, and they're not going to be dissuaded. So get ready. It's going to get raised. Yeah, no kidding. That's so true. You know they're going to do it. Yeah. 100%. Because it's clear that they want to. Yes. And when you get someone that's truly motivated and has an agenda, it doesn't matter what the numbers are to the point where you've spent money on a study, and then we're like, mm, I'm not going to talk about that one. But I love how they're saying, oh, oh uh, this is for addiction. Yeah. No, By the way, not. yeah, what's the... You want to make more money. Exactly. And let's not act like... L- l- this isn't going to raise the price of your, your your booze by 60%, like a couple bucks, which is obviously annoying when you're when you're out and about, but it's not going to be to the point where anyone is going to be like, well, I probably shouldn't do this now because it's a buck and a half more. Get out of here. You just go to the gas station and you get the, the crappy alcohol. You exactly. get the Four Loco exactly. or the Buzz Ball. Yep. They're just going to go with the cheaper stuff. Or the Mad Dog. Orange Jubilee. What's that? It's a flavor of Mad Dog. <laughs> it's, it's a wine. It's the orange one. There's yeah. Blue Raz or whatever. Blue Raz. There was the grapes. Like, some of them had, like, I just remember at an Orange Jubilee in college, like, that was our... <laughs> that, that was, was the, the fancy one. That was the fancy one. Like, if you could find Orange Jubilee, you're like, better we get four of those. That not always going to have them. God, can you remember the crap we used to drink? Oh, jeez. I was cracking the, into Zima's? Yeah, we had yeah, Zima's. Yeah. My, our bad one was the Mad Dog Orange Jubilee, and then we drank the, uh, the Aftershock. Yeah. Which is just, I, I, I can't even describe how crappy <laughs> awful. Aftershock is. Jaeger was big. Yeah. Jaeger's still big. Is what, it? What was that crappy? Bombs, man. Is that the Dr. Pepper? Or wait, Jaeger Bomb? Jaeger Bomb is In like a, a beer. It's like a rock star or it's a Red Bull. It's an energy drink. 
you and pop it Jaeger in, you drop the Jaeger into it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good times. That's how you start the night, bro. <laughs> yeah, there was bro. there was an old crappy like it, it, we got in the big plastic jug. It was like the Russian vodka. I'm trying to remember the, the, trying to remember the name Vitaly? of it. Vitali. Which was Hell just, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh yeah. He's just like, I got that Vitali. I just remember like getting like a jug of that, that plastic jug, and it is so, so bad. That's Everclear. Yeah, that's, moonshine. That's where I was going next. Everclear. Everclear. They they always told you like when you're young, you're stupid, right? And so you so the Zima is like, oh, that's that's uh well then we called it, you know, like yeah. it's like uh, that's yeah. what girls drink. Uh, yeah. I can't drink that. Uh, and then the 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 flip side of that was, oh, you're you know you're not tough unless you drink. Ever clear, yeah. pure f- <laughs> effing alcohol. Exactly, no chaser, bro. <laughs> so bad, <laughs> so bad, <laughs> so so bad. Makes good moonshine. So that's all we're doing is you're just sending us back to college days. Well, awesome, or to Vancouver, or to Vancouver. <laughs> Get your new Amsterdam out. All right, enough of that. For, for Knob Creek, it's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, no kidding. Where was all the good bourbon when we were... like Buffalo Trace? When I was young, the only bourbon that I even knew about, well, there were two, was Jim Beam and Jack Daniels. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Where was all this good stuff? I, w- I learned about it recently. My dad's gotten really into bourbon and rye. I, Jim Beam and Jack Daniels, that's my sophomore and junior yeah. year of college right there. That's buddy. all we ever... Like, to me, and I, this is probably just revisionist history, but I remember... In high school, or just even in college, you know, you're drinking or you're going to the liquor store getting drinks. There was never even a thought of another better type of bourbon, right? Like, you didn't even, I didn't even know it existed. No, absolutely. That's how dumb I was. Well, I mean, and even if you did, you couldn't afford it. Well, that's true. You know how many times, like, me and my fat old lineman would pool together the remaining $26 that we had? <laughs> and it was like one of you was sent to Taco Bell to get the 29-cent taco pack, and the other one was sent to Smith's Grocery to to buy what, you know, like, hey, we got 18 bucks after the Taco Bell. What is the most we can get Sorry, off Sorry, of there that? was a third one. Wild Turkey. <laughs> hey, I think Wild Turkey is trying to make a comeback. They're trying to brand themselves as not as crappy. Did you get into Fireball ever? Yeah. 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 Fire, you know, I will. One. Listen, I, I love good booze, and Fireball is not good booze, but can I also state that I love Fireball? Oh, you. Yeah. It's awful, but it's. It's tasty. Well, it's funny. I got no problem with it. It's funny. So I got a buddy of mine that owns a liquor store. Easy drinking. And he says that, uh, unfor- like, Fireball is... Uh, the most popular? No, it's over. Oh, but, nobody wants it yeah, anymore? Yeah, for a while there, Fireball was, like, uh-huh. it. It was all the rage. And he was... We got in this conversation the other day about how there's really no rhyme or reason to it, but liquors have, like, moments. Yeah. And Fireball, for a number of years, was just killing it. And then distributors get pissed because they're like, why isn't it? And it's like they've moved on to, to something else. So the distributors push something else into the lexicon for yeah. people, and then they're all cheap, and they just drink it? Yeah. And like, so what's the new thing now? Pink Whitney, probably. What? Pink Whitney's a big one. What's so that? It's, it's vodka and uh, pink lemonade. It's made by one of the Barstool guys. He played hockey, Ryan Whitney. Oh, so it's just a, it's just a canned cocktail? Yeah, a lot of girl. Uh, it's not canned. It comes in the bottle like that. Oh. It's a big girl drink in college, and then so if girls are drinking it, guys will drink it. It's like 15 bucks. It's super cheap. But he said you think about, like, all the different vodkas that have been all the rage, you know, and, and right now, like, Tito's is a big deal. 
But before that, like back in the 90s and 2000s, like Absolute was the end all to be all. Then Great Goose had its moment. Kettle One. Yeah, Kettle One came along. And it's like there's always a different brand that ends up killing Wonder the, why. the previous one. He just says it's what gets hot. You know, it's like the market, the, the, the Stanley tumblers versus Yeti. Boy, it's really true that uh, you bring up Tito's. Like, I don't even know if Tito's is really that good, but y- you're right. It gets hot. People just, everywhere you go, it's like Tito's, Tito's, Tito's. And so then you, yeah. all of a sudden you're ordering a Tito's yeah. and you don't even know why. Yeah, I bo- stick with Kettle One. If I'm going vodka, I love Kettle One. Uh, yeah. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. The screwball, the peanut butter whiskey became a thing for a while, and that yeah. w- and that caught on, and that was like they go through. It's just he says that liquors, he can see it in, in the orders. They just they, they go in waves with stuff that gets popular. It's like anything else. There's trends. Was Portland safer in 2023? The numbers next on the fan. On 1080, the fan is Debo Samuel dead. That story next. Wouldn't that be something? Hot five at five. We'll have an update. Uh, this is in the news, Jan 25, 2024. One more story. Was Portland safer in 2023? Uh, the answer, the numbers are in. The crime numbers. Fingers crossed? The answer is yes, oh. according to data from Portland police. All right. Crime has dropped. Um, well, that's a good thing, right? Don't we all want less crime unless you're a criminal? A map of the city's public data website shows the majority of crimes occurred in the downtown Portland, no way, and Hazelwood areas. What is, where is Hazelwood? Uh, can't say I'm familiar. I knew you were going to ask. Can't that. say I'm familiar with that. There are four officer-involved shootings. Crime data shows last year was a much darker one for the city, or the year before, sorry, 2022. 61,000 reported crimes, nearly 100 homicides, and more than a half dozen incidents where officers pulled the trigger. Every one of those figures dropped in 2023. So if that wasn't clear, those were the 2022 numbers. This past year, everything was down. I will say, from like I spent a lot of time in the city roaming around, and look, I know that's the most arbitrary thing in the world because you just, you know, it's what you see. I, I, and I'm as cynical as anyone else. To me, I don't know how you can't say that the city is getting better. I've noticed new restaurants and bars popping up. I've noticed uh, on weekends way more people out and about. Around the Christmas time, I saw way more like pub crawls and people having events. Um, people I got a party, man. I think that the streets do appear cleaner. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's, it's not great. But I, I have noticed that, that, to me at least, it's gotten significantly better. And it's nice to know that the the numbers crime kinda, is down. Crime is down. Did crime a couple of those pub crawls. No issues at all. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Nothing. Not even angry drunks. Yeah, I feel like it is getting better. Well, I just I don't know. 
I'm going to shut up. <laughs> you think it's worse? No, not at all. I, I've never... Well, I mean, I, I, it's it's gotten worse. There, that is, that's just a fact in Portland. I mean, I'm, you know, it just did. At the same time, I don't think it ever got to a place where I was really ever worried. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I just I, I just don't walk around in Portland, Oregon, really worried. Sure. I, I mean, the homeless issue. Well, I mean, like, you know, it gets a little unsettling with the with the crazy people sure. screaming obscenities in the middle of the street. You know, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing that you see is is jarring. But I, I don't ever worry about gun violence. I don't know. Well, I'm not around Lloyd Center at midnight. It's a city. I'm, I'm not going down to Delta Park to take a, a leisurely, a a oh. leisurely stroll. Um, but I, I, I will admit, I've had it before where uh, I, I have, and I've said it, there's one of my favorite bars. I don't want to call them out because saying this. But there's been times where I don't go to that bar because I don't want to park my car. It's... Yeah, see the petty crimes now that the petty I crime get, stuff. The the I, I don't want windows park. smashed yes. out and, and that stupid crap. Yeah. I totally that now that I am like yeah. I, it pisses me off and it and I think about that thing more. Yeah. That stuff more than I used to. But I don't really ever worry about like getting stabbed or yeah, I get it. Shot. Well again, it's I a think city. I think some of that is uh time and place. Not, like no one deserves it, but I do think there is a difference between hanging out down at Kells at 11.30 or midnight and hanging out in front of the Lloyd Center at 2.30 in the morning. I, uh, by the way, Hazelwood, east uh, of 205 over there. So you know where 84 and 205 meet? Yeah. It's right right oh. there east of 205. Can't say I knew that. Kind of a rough little... <laughs> well, you know what? Glendevere Golf Course over there, you know? I'm not hanging out over there. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I just... Maybe there's well, but the other the other bad area is downtown, and you are hanging out. I downtown. am hanging out downtown. I, you heathen! I've never had an issue down there, and I've had I had to take a trip to my car a couple times at yeah. two two thirty well, in the but morning. But here's the question: it, like success, it's some it's somewhat arbitrary, right? It's right. like if somebody has never had an issue down there, they're like, "Oh, it's not that bad." Somebody, well, yeah. the second somebody just is in the wrong place at the wrong time, like, "Oh, it's the worst thing ever." Yeah. But the question is: is were you worried? Like, were you? When you go, I wasn't either, like I'm not either. Yeah. But the, but the problem, there, the problem is though, is the perception because I have a lot of friends yeah. over in Vancouver that, the moment I I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm going out tonight. Do you want to come? And they're like, where are you going? And I mention Portland, and they're like, couldn't pay me to go down there. So whether it's real or not, the perception is there, and it, it kills because people don't want to you know where that's true. People don't want to go. That's true in San Diego too. Yeah. So my wife and I went down to San Diego for most of December, okay? And my brother lives there with his wife and two girls, and they live in a place called Claremont, mm-hmm. okay? Which is, uh, you know, it's a little neighborhood, sure. um, but not downtown, right? So we stay downtown. And there was all, they, they, to them, it was like, oh, I'm not going down. I'm not taking the girls down there. I'm not going down there. We brought them down there. And, and, you know, look, there are homeless. I mean, it's just like here. It's oh, like, yeah. it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, well, it, no, it, yeah. it depends on where you are. You'll see some stuff. <laughs> but at the same time, we brought them down, and right next to the place we were staying, there's this beautiful new children's park. The kids had the greatest time playing there. We walked up and down uh, Seaport Villa. You know, it's like, and they're like, oh. It's got to be exposed. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not. But fear is, it's a, hell- all, fear is a thing and perception is a it's thing. It's all perception. Yeah. All right, y'all. That's it. We got to move on to the hot five at five. Uh, the latest on Debo Samuel, and we've got some um, we've got some uh, coaching hires in the NFL. We'll get to that next on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t